welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching. And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. Today is the day, Karen. And what day is that, Jen? It is the day we're going to talk about impossible goals. Oh, I thought you knew it was your birth date, Eve. <laughs> I do always know that. I always, I always love my birthday. It's right by Groundhog's Day. It's perfect time. We're done with the holidays. We're a little bit before Valentine's Day. And yes, I will be another year older tomorrow. But no, we're going to talk about impossible goals. So it's interesting because... You know, we're wrapping up the month of self-actualization and it's about, you know, finding meaning and fulfillment. And a lot of times we do that through who do we want to become? How do we want to be better? Who are we growing into? And how do we continue to be the next best version of ourselves? And impossible goals is a concept around going for a goal that there's a part of you that says, I don't know if I can actually do this. However, I will do whatever it takes to prove myself right that I can do this. That was a weird sentence, but to be able to show myself I can do it, right? So, because if you believe in the goal, it doesn't make it impossible. An impossible goal is on, you know, is a few uh, degrees outside of your comfort zone. Maybe it's many degrees outside of your comfort zone, but it's something big and uh, huge and something that you've always like, ah, someday I want to be able to do this. But then yet you're never quite have gotten the momentum to be able to get there because it does require things like failure, uncomfortableness, uh, discomfort, um, confusion, all of those things can get tied into it. So with an impossible goal, it's about having the willingness to fail again and again and again in order to achieve what it is that you want the most. You know, it's almost, it makes me think of that. I, I don't even know where I heard this years and years ago, but it's almost like failing your way to success. Love that. And it, it is like, you know, you, you screw up, you learn. And it's what I learned from that and where do I want to go with it? So it's okay if you fail because, because it's just like you fail at a thing. It doesn't make you a failure as a person, right? And, and knowing that and not getting attached and personalizing the failure, it's just you learn so much. So how do you want to fail your way to success? You know, it's interesting, and I'm going to kind of probably not say this quite as well as I should, but there is some kind of concept out there that um, the bigger your life is equal, the bigness of your life is equal to your willingness to fail, right? So your willingness to possibly not get it right pushes you, has you go stronger. Your relationship with failure will determine how you hit impossible goals, how big your life is, right? And Karen, you and I have said this time and time again, we do not believe that people are afraid of failing. 
They are afraid of what failure feels like. And there's a huge difference with that, right? So as we're talking emotional intelligence and we're talking reasons why perhaps people don't step into self-actualization is the fear of failure will cause people to play small, to stay inside their comfort zone, to only go with what they know they can be successful at. And the reason we'll often hear is people are like, well, I'm afraid to fail. Well, maybe it's more about, I don't want to feel embarrassed or I don't want to feel um, insecure or I don't want to feel less than. That's more of what holds us back than the concept of failure. I think too, Jim, with so much of the whole failure thing, like I was just saying a little bit ago, I think people just take it way too personally, right? So what if you fail, right? Big deal. You just, you know, get up and do it again, tweak or bore bell out. But I think so often is that failure so personalized and then, you know, then it, your confidence takes a hit, right? So what if your confidence takes a hit? But if you have the confidence, it's going to sound goofy, but if you have the confidence to allow your confidence to take a hit, so what? You rebound, right? You're resilient as hell. And, and that is going to allow you, you know, to just grow again and to go even more with your resiliency. But I think that if people would be able, if people are able to depersonalize the failure and say, it's a thing, it's not about me. Okay, great. I dropped the ball. Uh, oh, well, uh, you know, you're not going to make in that quote unquote, dropping the ball on purpose. It just happened. Right. But it doesn't make you a failure. It might make, if you know, you're in sports, you dropped the ball, the play didn't work right? The other team scored. Okay. So what? You're not a failure. It doesn't mean they're like, okay, great. You're off the team now. It means what'd you learn about that? What could you do different next time? And how do you get, build the strength to overcome whatever it is and not have your confidence take a hit and think you're a failure and have you sitting on the sidelines, you know, all pouting and whatever. You know, it has me thinking back to what you shared brilliantly just a few weeks ago um, in a, a other episode was about the skill set of saying no to dessert, right? So, right. Failure is the skill set of achieving your impossible goal. Without failure, you wouldn't know how to tweak, how to move forward. What do you need to adjust? What do you want to do differently? What also you wouldn't know what's working. What do you need to keep doing? Right. So it's interesting um, to think about is the more you fail, the quicker you can get to your impossible goal, as long as you stay committed to your decision to hit it. Yeah. And, and I think, Jim, I think you just learned so much about yourself as you're doing that. And you know, it's funny, and, and, and I know that we're talking about impossible goals here, but if you, if you, you, could, you can even chunk this down a little bit. It doesn't even need to be an impossible goal. Like, what's something that you really want that you're kind of a little sketchy about? So what? Figure it out. Fail at it. Fail early and fail often. Right? And learn. And I think that, like, for me, I, I am, like, the queen of trying to rejigger stuff. Right. And it's like, ooh, I can fix that. And there's so many times that like I will create things and figure out how to make things work. And then it's like, yeah, that's not gonna work. 
<laughs> it's like, okay, great. The next thing, you know, I'm calling a repairman because I just screwed something up. But so what, right? At least I'm going to try to, it's, the goal is to fix the thing, right? And if I can't fix the thing, all right, so what if I screwed it up? Big deal. What did I learn? All right, I learned that might that might have been a little bit above my pay grade or there's water all over the bathroom or something, but then knowing, okay, great, I'll call somebody to get some help. All right, so here's something super fun that you may or may not know about Karen, but you're going to learn right now. The woman loves to be, to have something that she needs to figure out how to fix. I love it. She loves it. She'll just sit there and go, huh, how am I going to make this work? Huh, where's my duct tape? Huh, I bet if I took this and put this together and did this and put, and I just let her go in all her glory. It's phenomenal. And, you know, I'm going to say that most of the times it works, it gets fixed and all of this. It's So Karen, let me ask you this question, right? So when you find a situation, and these are things like installing a ring doorbell that's not quite the same size as the trim <laughs> on where it's supposed to go. Um, that would be an example where she's like, hmm, how can I approach this, right? But we have a gazillion of them that happen. And it's so fun for me to watch her creativity, right? So we express creativity in different ways. This is her way of just like, oh, yeah. And then I took this and I thought about this and I got this and stuff. Karen, what is it? Because there's about 85 ways to fail when you do that. Because you literally don't know how to fix it when you're doing it. What is it about the process for you that says you're willing to risk failure and and instead you're going to embrace it with pure curiosity and creativity? I think that's it, Jen. The being able to get to figure it out, right? The, the process of the creativity, that's fun to me. So what was it? A couple of weeks ago, like you were talking about the ring doorbell, the thing just doesn't fit the way our frame was on the door. And I'm like, huh, I can fix this. If I get a piece of wood and I cut the wood this way, and then if I use, you know, just a a whole bunch of different things, the next thing I know I'm at Home Depot, I'm talking to the guy at Home Depot and he's like, yeah, we don't have anything like that. And I'm like, I know I want to make it. And I came home And here I have all this stuff and that's, you get this random photo of all these pieces of things like wood and filler and screws and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, I can fix that. I can come up with ways to do that. You know what it is? You nailed it. Here's the beautiful phrase that Karen just said. If you guys missed it, I get to figure it out, right? Not attached to the outcome. Some things she does work, some things doesn't. Some things will lead to a different possibility with, oh, that didn't work. Let me tweak this. Let me do this. Most of the time, we don't call people in to help, right? But the get to. So if you were to think about an impossible goal, something outside where the magic is truly able to happen, where you're outside of your comfort zone, you're able, you're like, yes, this is really what I want. This is who I'm becoming. And you know, you have to fail forward to get there. 
when you get to figure out how to work through the failure on the way between there and the goal, that's where all the magic happens. It's not about going in a straight line, but just as we talked about in wrapping up self-actualization for the month, it's about learning how to be the next best version of yourself. Not when everything goes perfectly, but when you get a little bit derailed, who are you to go through that to still reach your goal? I love it. And on that note, Barley, let's wrap up this January. Great. Um, so I think it's time for cake. We could do it a day early. We could do it a day early. I love it. All right. See you all soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in-crowd of coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real. Get real.